behind this gate is a place. A damp, dark place. Where sunlight does not shine. A place where people who are different can call home. And what home would be complete without a family? A family of hideous abominations that will cast out of your world. A world that brags and boasts of love. The world didn't love when they branded us freak shows. Ah, yes. That deplorable little name we embraced like the night. It was you that turned your back on them. Now they're going to rip your soul apart. There's no way out now. The mutation process has already begun. Just like that. Whether you change and decompose is of no concern to me now. You've been warned. My job is done. Welcome to the Freak Show. Freak Show. When we record albums, while they're in the store selling, we're already working on a new album. So while the most tasteless reissue was just like on the shelves, we was working on the next record, which was Freak Show. By the time Freak Show came out, it was like, whoa. Jamie was like, whoa. Because we just came from basically this little seed. You know, we had, we started with something. Of course, everybody starts with something, but it was on such a little scale that we didn't know what to expect. So now with being able to go out and tour, it's like, okay, we got to do it the right way. So free show, first headline of tour, we had this big ass statue demon, it was devastating. It was huge. It was about 40 G's. And when the freak show hit, we like had our shit together on lock. Things were coming together, people were coming to shows, painted up like us. Madrox and Monoxide and the whole Twisted family was growing at rapid speeds. And we had just begun to start what was going to be our career with doing this underground music. I mean, we had the whole shit. We had the setup, it was dope, we had just what we wanted. You know, we had 10 buses. There was a tour bus. For the crew, there was a tour bus for me and Paul. There was a tour bus just to haul the liquor and cigarettes and other things. There was a tour bus just for snacks. It was like an on wheels catering service. Because we got to eat good when we do what we do. Semis, it was like all this shit was going on for this one hour. Freak show was was by far the first time we were ever able to stand on our own two feet. It was like, uh, we've given you guys this opportunity. Now, let us see you do your thing by yourself. We've shown you everything we can show you. Now it's on you to walk on your own. And, uh, and, and we did just that. We went into the studio. That's when we met Fritz. Fritz is the crazy, psychotic motherfucker who engineered and helped us bring all the medleys together and who is now like our producer and part of the psychopathic family. I mean, you could just see, he, Fritz had the vision in the minute you saw it going. So Freak Show came out, 
after all that, we toured forever. It seemed like we toured forever. We never got to go home. We went home and our families didn't even know who we were. We were knocking on the door. We didn't even know they moved. But it was great. We had a, we had a mission. There was nothing that was going to stop. So we had that vision. We knew what we had to do now. Everything was clear. I feel like that album has a very definitive kind of uh, I, I, like, like laying down what the identity is of the group. Absolutely. Yeah. The perfect Absolutely. balance between good and evil. That's what we've always been. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you've really got to bring that home on Freak Show. Exactly. With the cover, with, with the whole thing. Like, we are essentially one person that sees the world in two different ways. Right. Right. It's true. I think another thing, too, is it's like what, what to us personally is that was the first time that we legitimately got to drive, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Like up to that point, we had brought in ideas and then, you know, Violent J sat down and, and kind of sat with us and helped us do the most tasteless reissue vibe. So we had that. But this was the first time where it was me, Paul and Fritz. And we just went at it. We we had at it, and 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 the sounds that we were coming up with, and the vibes we were coming up with. I think that's why it's so. It's even unique to most tasteless. I know it's supposed to be, but a lot of times there's that. Oh, well, it sounds like the other stuff. It really doesn't. Yeah. No, it, it like, doesn't at all. It's cutting. It's cutting a path to where we're trying to go. And you again, you know where we're at today. It's like now in hindsight, looking at it, it's like wow, that's trippy. But at the time it was us trying to express more of who we are and it you'll yeah. see it as we go you know yeah man it definitely yeah, feels now effort. like a bridge oh sorry mm. i'm sorry we just always had a conscious effort where one record will not be like the next mm -hmm. no for real absolutely that to this day very much so and that record yeah exactly no training wheels no nothing we left the compound we went to our another studio so Purpose. it was me and Madrox and Fritz locked into this fucking studio. Right. And when we got like 10 songs done, Psychopathic Records came up to listen to that record and change their outlook on everything. Mm. Yeah. We saw yeah. We watched them bring in their engineers and their producers and berate, like, how the fuck are they doing this in here? How? <laughs> how are they doing that? This place is 500 fucking years old. How? How? And we knew right there. We knew we. we that got was another some, thing too, though. That's cool. Is that we we have history with that place. We did a lot of oh, a yeah. lot of a lot of our growing. A lot of our growing as as musicians, be it rappers, whatever you want to call it, entertainers. A lot of our growing came from that place. So it was pretty fresh to go back there the first time we got to do our very own shit and we just did something so true to who we are and we went back there to do the record. So I think that 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 was pretty cool too. I mean it's like just the just the the idea and the concept that we were able to not have to have not to be micromanaged. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you actually have you, you're self-sufficient enough to not need someone constantly watching you or positioning you to in success. You just know what to do. Like we would always be that way. Come and like bring, here's a side project album of all of our B sides and stuff that we, you know, we've had across, you know, across the span of our career to this point and made that cryptic collection and just, you know, did ideas and things that kind of like, not necessarily, I uh, may, maybe, maybe blue minds, at least, at least put smiles on people's faces to know that these guys clearly want it. And, and I, that hasn't changed at all.
Yeah, and it's right. interesting too because you you would think as artists that then start a label and a brand and everything, mm. that would be the kind of artist that you would want to sign. Is Absolutely. To their own mini brand within the thing under you know, and then it's just it all keeps sprouting <laughs> for right. sure. That low That's, maintenance, the ability to just say, we don't have to worry about them. We don't have to yeah. give them a concept, a song title, an album artwork. Or we don't have to do their tours. That's what it was. That's what we wanted to be. We saw what it, what it took with everybody else. And we didn't want that. We didn't yeah. want that. We wanted to show them that we are truly grateful for this opportunity. And we're going to show you that we are grateful. And I think we did. Yeah, absolutely. Use it as a launching pad versus as a that's what the crutch, you know. That's sure, the difference. No. And I think it's cool to have that to have that kind of opportunity because up to the point when we came into uh, meeting Joe and Joey through ICP, that was something that they did for us, and it was like it's kind of a way to be like we know how hard it was for us to get heard and to have people, you know, be exposed to our music. And if you already have that leverage. And it's really, you know, it's a platform again. And it's like, we do that with our artists and it's good to see that people are, are deserving of it and, and are like willing to once given that opportunity, take the ball and run and, yeah. and dunk it. You know what I mean? And dunk exactly. it on their own. So you can sit back as a proud fan and be like, wow. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's, and that's a lot how me and him are, you know, we we're like, you're self-sufficient. Yep. Okay, cool. We've already heard shit. That's great. You know, here, let's get it, you know? How crazy was it to see already on the second record the album chart so high on Billboard? I mean, that was you know to be almost the top fifty, like right, 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 right in there. I mean, to even be in the top two hundred, top one hundred. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, bro, you're talking about at a time when there was ten, fifteen thousand records released a fucking year. Exactly, and nowadays you can you can be number one with like a thirty thousand first week sometimes. True, Back right. It was still when you needed to sell like a million records to be number one. No, for right. sure, for sure. Yeah. Right, yeah. just to see that what was bigger than that, man, honestly, was when we were touring and we would go out on stage and we looked into the crowd and to see how many people were painted up like us. Mm. We were like, oh, something's going on. And then we get True. off that stage, we go outside, we'd load that set into the truck, break it all down bring the merchandise out, sign an autograph, because kids are like, holy shit, those dudes were just done. Hey, man. And we're like, hey, we got to go <laughs> do true. this laundry. We'll be back in like two hours, and we'll knock this out. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was insane, bro. We learned the game from the absolute ground up. We didn't come in. Well, we came in as rappers, but now we know every facet. Like I said, we did laundry. We did stages. We did stage design. We've done it all. Set it's up important sound, though. Set up it's, yeah. it's important though because because then if you if you know everybody's jobs, then then you can critique, and it's not from a place of just sitting with your feet up. You know what it takes That's to strike. Exactly that what stage. I was just thinking, and then you know you, exactly you, as you explain right. who to hire, absolutely and to watch for. You know the turnaround time on graphics. You know the you know you know the the the, the deal in the studio. It's like it's 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 knowing what you're doing, and I think that's again. I told you when we pay attention and that's a lot and and a lot of it is is through literally on the job training like you're just doing this how bad do right. you want this a lot of our come up was kind of a test 
always a how bad do you want this kind of a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot yeah. of that. A lot of that. And I think we proved that time and again. And I think we we still it's have sound, to this day. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's all right. That, you know? It's all that's that's what it's about. That's what the fucking game's about. It's like, you know, it is what it is. I, I would before we before we move off of this record, um, I want to talk about the Doors cover only because, and maybe it's a generational thing, but I bet you guys are the same. As much as I love that song and as much as the Doors are dope, I associate that song with the Lost Boys. Like whenever, like whenever I hear that song, I immediately think about that movie. And I think that's probably like our age and the, you know, the era Absolutely. we grew up and everything. Um, Not for me. <laughs> no? Not for me. No, I never seen Lost Boys shit like that. I really like the doors and that song, that song summed me and his life's up at that point. Yeah. Immensely. Yeah. Immensely. It was, it was, I remember, I remember when we were, when we were going through it and it came down to it, I swear it was that, or it was, it was people are stranger riders of the storm. And it was, it was, it was back and forth between those two. But then like when he says that and you listen to it and he's like, he's right. So it's like when it's, when you're right, you're right. And it's like so much at that point. But yeah, yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff I haven't seen. And that's a whole, I think we talked about this before. Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. I just seen Grandma. But it's cool though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's cool. And it's cool that you both come from from different perspectives, which the whole thing about, which always is in the dichotomy of who you both are. Don't you see what's happening? We're coming to town. You hate us, but we're still coming. Set your fucking roadblocks up. We're the most hated band in the world. Now there's four of us, and we're a band. And Twisted don't play instruments either. So fuck off! (laughs) It's for you. It's not even for your mom sitting right next to you right now watching, wondering what the fuck are you watching? It's for you. you. Never forget that. Your president. All your government officials, they represent everybody. We represent Twisted Serial Killing Juggalos. When we do stuff, that's for y'all. You see us somewhere, we're representing you. You keep doing your fucking normal shit, and we'll keep it unreal, and we'll have a blast doing it. Yeah, motherfucker. Watch as they change and mutate into a freak show Twisted serial killer juggalos For Twisted, it's been a long hard road to success But with their brotherhood as a security blanket They have survived the throes of defeat And risen above the modern trappings of success Loyal to their fans and their own bizarre sense of integrity Brothers Twisted remains happily underground Where will this ride on the dark carnival take them? The answer can only be found at the Freak Show. Y'all, it's the Jokers Gallery and the Fago Lovers Network. Another edition of Five Piece coming at you today. Continuing with the October freshness as we're celebrating releases that were released in October. Today we're talking about Freak Show from Twisted. Before we get into that, I'll introduce the panel. Right here beside me, you got the host of Speak Your Cloud Podcast, Mr. Mike Sears. 
Well, Mike says, speak your clout. Gunshot Gallery, five piece. You know the fucking vibes. Directly blown. You got the Larry King of the Underground. Represent that trife life for life. LukeTheGoon.com and Luke the Goon Management. Mr. Luke the Goon. Yeah, sucker free. Rest in peace, EJ Prophet. Uh, much love to the Cerberus Click and uh, everybody that was affected by that. His family, obviously. Uh, you never want to see anybody go young like that. So, yeah. All my condolences to anybody involved in that. Um, yeah. LukeTheGoon.com. Uh, same hand ceremony. October 29th. Carl's Tavern. Tickets are on sale. LegionRealm.net. And speaking of Luke the Goon's management, you got Noise 13 here with the fourth panel member talking about free show. What's good with you, man? Moose Moose, motherfuckers. The uh, Canuck murderer. The uh, Wear Moose. The motherfucking uh, uh, Goon Squad up in this bitch. Fucking uh, Noisetown.com. You know, go buy a t shirt. Check me out. Uh, yeah, here to discuss Freak Show, one of my all time favorites with. Uh, with a close homie of mine who produced a lot of it, Fritz the Cat. So glad to be here with y'all. Oh yeah, we've uh, we went international here on Five Piece. We've had a uh, had somebody from the UK checking in on the Esham show. Now we got uh, Canada representing here on the uh, Freak Show. So we done went fucking international on Five Piece. Fucking a, a. We always uh, talk about last week, the viewers weigh in on what we were talking about. So go ahead and get into the viewers' top five songs from the KOD era by Tech 9 It wasn't just the album. It was the whole era. And some of these uh, top fives had, like, the songs from the EPs, and that's what I was hoping for. So let's check them out. All right. We got Shaggy Matt 92 Jacobs. So five, Like I Died. Number four, Shadows on the Road. Number three, Low. Number two, Leave Me Alone and Number One, Demons. I think all those songs except his five we talked about, and the, the reason I put that on there is because I wanted to talk about Like I Die. That song's super dope, man. I played a clip of it for the intro of the show. He was doing it at uh, the KOD tour, and he was uh, actually using alternate lyrics. He hadn't like laid the track down in the studio yet, so he was just using alternate lyrics on tour. And then the song itself that came out on the uh, EP ended up being super fucking dope as well. So I wanted to get that mentioned because that was one I was considering putting on my list, and it didn't make it, so I wanted to give it some love. Oh, yeah. All right, now we got Corey Burnett. Uh, I guess he doesn't have them listed, but uh, Seepage, KOD, Blackened the Sun, Killing You, and In the Trunk. Yeah, his number one is Seepage because in that uh, text right there, he said he can't believe nobody mentioned his number one and we didn't mention Seepage. And that's another one that I wanted to mention. It just didn't make my list because there was so much fucking fire material from that era. So, yeah, if you haven't heard that song, definitely peep out Seepage from the EP Seepage. Oh, yeah. All right. And then we got Psycho J. So he's got uh, five in the trunk, four strange music box, three horns, two low, number one black in the sun. Had a few that we didn't mention, so I wanted to get that one on there as well. So people, if they wanted to uh, check those out on Spotify, hit those up. You had some viewers saying they were the dopest on the entire album, so check them out. We usually talk about the first time we heard the artist that we're talking about on the show. We've already talked about that several times whenever we've done Twisted episodes in the past. So if you want to hear that, go back into the archive, check that out. Instead of that, I figured we'd talk about what we got going on in October. I know Speak Your Clout's doing a... Uh, kind of like dark records for October, kind of like we are doing some uh, October celebration over there. Let everybody know where to check those out. All right, Brother Lynch Hung loaded this Saturday. 
immediately following after that, top 10, three, six mafia songs. Hell yeah. We need the dirt. Then the next two weeks of October, we got top 10 darkest songs in hip hop history. And then we got the 25 year anniversary of Nottis. Hell yeah. So I can't wait for that. Hell yeah. Top 25 horror movies as well. Check that on the Speak Your Cloud channel every Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. I know Luke the Goon's definitely busy with the Goon management. What you got going on in October? Uh, well, I think this weekend is Hollow Bleed. Maybe it's next week, but whenever Hollow Bleed is, uh, SON will be there. Um, and then obviously, like I mentioned in the intro, we've got the big event, Sam Hain Ceremony, taking place October 29th, Carl's Tavern. Uh, it's gonna be a whole bunch of motherfuckers there. Dean Keegan Grimm, Grim Smiles, Clockwork E, uh, Nasty Ink. I can't uh, wait to watch those motherfuckers. Like I, they better bring that ass that shoots the fucking coke, man. Like I'm, they better do that shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, S1 was just at a Clockwork E show and it fucking energized the fuck out of him. So I'm excited to see those guys too, just from his enthusiasm. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be a crazy show. We got like VIP packs, so you can come in early and fucking party with all the artists and shit. It's gonna be dope. Uh, get I will. I will be at the VIP shows because whatever free per diem that they're giving people, that's where I'll be fucking eating my food. So see you there, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then noise, noise. I know you've got some. You got. I think one show you can promote because you got a show coming up. Like when this airs, but. Yeah, well, I got a Toronto show on the 13th. I got an Ottawa show on the 15th. And we're heading out to Dean's Freak Show on the 21st. Creep, uh, creep Show, 16th. Creep Show. Creep Show. We're doing the Freak Show right now. My bad. Yeah. That's that's me. I'm a little bit stoned right now. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, so I got the Creep Show coming up. Uh, after that, I'll be heading out to the Sam Haynes Ceremony to rock it with the rest of the fucking Goon Squad. We'll all be in attendance for that shit. Uh, that show is going to be fucking off the fucking hook. I suggest everybody make it out to that. And then you can possibly catch me at fucking Fright Fest, maybe, possibly in some format or another. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah, October is always full of shit going on in the juggalo world for sure. For me, uh, I know next week we're going to be talking about Bizarre Bizarre. It came out, of course, in October. I've got the uh, Bizarre History documentary on fago lovers you want to check that out just search it out i'll also put the uh, link in the description got the history of hollow wicked documentary on fago lovers as well and then uh for some reason like over the last like week or so the documentary i made about snoop dog called snoopumentary went from fucking five thousand views to one hundred and forty thousand views so apparently like youtube's pushing that shit in the algorithm now so if you want to check that out head over to my joker's gallery channel snoopumentary i'll put that in the description as well Time to get down to the uh, top five freak show songs of all time. And I'll go ahead and start it off at my five spot with the song that kind of started off the whole era for me because I was at the gathering when they broke it out. It'll be Mutant X. Again for the wicked shit. Juggernauts, are you ready for the wicked shit? You see, 
talked about played it at the gathering kind of just blessed the juggalos at that first gathering with being able to hear it for the first time ever they're rocking the freak show jerseys it was kind of like ushering in the era of freak show it didn't disappoint super dope ass song in my notes i was uh wondering is this the most popular non-single video twisted song like for a song that didn't get a didn't get a single or a video push or anything because i asked on social media this past week what people's favorite tracks were. Mutant X was in everybody. So it, it might be the most popular non-single, non-video track of all time. And I think that might come from that uh, Born Twisted documentary because they played that gathering footage. So everybody's seen that shit, man. And aside from that, it's just another fucking dope-ass song. 
Watches we change and mutate into a free show, twisted serial killing juggalos. Watches we change and mutate into a free show, twisted serial killing juggalos. So really just reaching out to the juggalos. They were getting accepted more in that time. If you look back at most tasteless, what any like talk about juggalo shit, man, you gotta win them over before you can start repping juggalos. So they waited till freak show to start repping juggalo right. Popped it off at the gathering, so I gotta put it in my fucking five spot. You next. Yeah, class. Oh yeah. And my number five. I got we don't die. single off the album man and flat out the juggalo version is my favorite psychopathic video of all time hell yeah, video, shit. Hell yeah. 
and shit is hard as fuck, bro. Love that shit, you know? Such a good fucking song. Jamie, fucking... we bleed for y'all. That's why you call it family. You know what you gonna say, brother? <laughs> the, the Ouija board with the fucking big-ass fucking, like, Ouija board they got on there and shit. Like yeah, that. with the hatchet man in the middle. I always wanted a poster of that. I thought that'd be a, I'm a poster collector, so I always thought that would make a dope-ass poster. Black, you know, white, and red juggalo jerseys, the baseball jerseys. Hell yeah. Yo. Yeah. I was spider leg in my hair back then, bro. Like, straight <laughs> up. Like, oh. I was too, man. Yeah. I found my picture from 98. I posted on my Instagram a couple yeah. months ago of my shit all spider legged up. <laughs> that, that 2000, 2001 era, like, best time to be a juggalo for me, bro. And We Don't Die just part of that era. It's such an amazing song, man. So. At my five spot, maybe be low for some people, but this is my list. You know what I'm saying? So we don't die at the fifth spot. Classic. Hell yeah. But a bitch name tatted on your chest? Come on, bro. That's just hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, I was going to say, I fucking love when they do that one live and they're like, everybody over here, everybody right there, everybody over there. You know, and everybody just knows. the. They don't even got to tell you to fucking say the words. You just fucking say the words. <laughs> Straight up. All right. Uh, my number five is uh, bags. <laughs> if it ain't green, it ain't us. Your parents hate us because we smell like cannabis and remind them of the incubus. Another freak of the night with the Shut up with all that pride. 
I hope you brought the papers, you know I brought the trees So roll another joint and then that makes me We do this every day, so come get out with me No matter what they tell us, this is reality I hope you brought the papers, you know I brought the trees So roll another joint and then that makes me We do this every day, so come get out with me No matter what they tell us, this is reality Which is like weird because i don't even smoke weed but <laughs> i thought you know it's a good song he ain't smoking he likes this song so much it's on his fucking list <laughs> fritz killed the fucking production on this shit it goes so fucking hard and then like uh the hook is just so fucking catchy like i talk about like i hope you brought the papers you know i brought the trees so roll another joint hand that bitch to me classic bro just the fucking just it's a fucking song that just goes fucking hard I don't even smoke, and I fucking love the fucking song. The hook yeah. is super dope, like I said, which is always a really good plus for me. So yeah, bags. Well, I'm I'm at number five. I got bags too. Uh, it's obviously influenced my life heavily. That was one of the first songs in high school I remember learning. I learned the words to it. I had to rap it to bitches, right? You know what I mean? To, to impress them, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Being back in math class, like, yeah, I wrote that shit, bitch. Like, <laughs> but, but, like, that's when I was starting to smoke weed and just, like, 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 just, I mean, that must have been age, like, 10 or 11, but that's when I, like, no, 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 no. That, what, I don't even know what how old I was, but I st- just started smoking weed, just started to, like, like, getting into the fucking rap and shit and and also just the wordplay in that song is fucking sick as fuck too and the flow and everything in that song just like it that freak show really captivated me but the songs that i've chosen are like ones that have like influenced my life but also they got the most replay value and that song is just a fucking sick like classic i I want to hear it live every time you know like hell yeah so that's number five as well yeah that's my number five all right well let's let's uh let's indulge ourselves a little bit here so for bags, we, I was playing around with the drum machine and trying to see if we could get the subwoofers to blow up so that it was a... But that wasn't enough, so I figured... And they liked it, and that's basically what the song there we go. Whole Fred breaking it down for us. Hell yeah, that's just dope right there. Got a legend checking in on the program. Hell yeah. <laughs> we, we got international and legends on this fucking program now. Uh, whenever, I t- whenever I think about bags, unless I'm just not remembering a song, being like a stoner juggalo, it's the first stoner juggalo song. Like, ICP didn't do stoner songs, and then like you got yeah. secondhand, you got secondhand smoke on most tasteless, if you want to call it that. But it's not all about weed. Like this is the first like completely about weed song ever that I can remember yeah. in psychopathic if it history. Ain't green it ain't us. Your parents hate us because we, we smell like cannabis and remind them of the cannabis. Man, like that shit, just like yeah. And I was like my stoner ass. I was like, oh, I'm in this scene too. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up, because I was, you know, being a stoner, I'm waiting to hear your stoner songs. Other than Cottonmouth Kings, you weren't getting it from ICP. So to hear Twisted do it, that's what stands out to me about that song. Is the first one of many. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. Move it up to my four spot. One of the uh, posse cuts, Maniac Killer. Same. Same. Same here. Same here. <laughs> Hell yeah. All hail the lotus pot from hence we came. Hello, I'm Shags. I don't know, maybe you heard of me. The Southwest Wrangler, that one guy from ICP. No, well, that's cool, then you don't.
Allow me to extend my hand in friendship and shake your fucking neck Cause if you don't know well, now you got a clue Two dope maniac killer from the Dark Lotus crew Whoa, this shit, damn, let me quit choking you Psych! I need a cigarette before I go ballistic Statistics of my mind frame explains when I'm insane I'm twisted, branded with the mark of the axe A minor relapse and all I want to do is split back I'm a maniac, but you gotta understand it, uh I can't control my hands enough I love to choke you if I can enough Never once, nowhere in my mind was I ever sane Help me, ever since I remember Help me, killing's just a I'm game I'm a maniac killer, blood gets spilled See me on the streets, bitch, don't get killed My mind is on my axe and my axe is on my side Tell me, who wanna die? Tell me, who wanna die? I'm a maniac killer, blood gets spilled See me on the streets, bitch, don't get Your death is slow. Stop running. Nowhere to hide. One more. <laughs> One homicide. When I was hungry. Passed out. Dead with no money. Mama. <laughs> she cleaned your toilets. Mama. She bought my bullets. Bullets.
the beginning of it, man. You got Vampiro like doing the intro. That's my favorite. That's mine. That's my. That's mine too, guys. Got all four of us on the four spot. Right here, got four. Let's hear what Fritz has to say about this one. So, Maniac Killer was a musical creation of Mr. Shaggy Two Dope. Brought in his MPC, dumped everything onto the ADAT tapes. And it's a collection of a bunch of really weird shit, but... You know, pretty simple. Cool and all. Like so fucking dope. Just yeah, that's just dope. Intensely do, looking into the camera. The why end. do I know from watching that video that Fritz has gotten rid of bodies before? Like, why do I know that? <laughs> 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 Absolute yeah. classics Juggalo song, man. Like I said, a posse cut. You got Vampiro starting it off. I think uh, when whenever you listen to uh, Forgotten Freshness 3 and see how much trouble they had getting Vampiro to fucking record that shit, you really appreciate how well that shit is fucking clipped together because it did come out that fresh whenever he was doing it live. <laughs> like uh, Fago like off a Juggalo's dick. <laughs> <laughs> a Juggalo's body. <laughs> you, got, you got Jamie Monoxide, Jamie Madrox. <laughs> I'm going to a better butcher knives, motherfucker. That shit hard, bro. Love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's making like the stabbing yeah. sound. <laughs> yo, kudos to Fritz for taking all that audio and chopping it into what it became, yo. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You see the proje- the production that it took to clip. That's like uh, what Mikey Clark was doing on Bitches for Old Dirty Bastard, just clipping that shit together because it yeah. didn't come out like that a lot, like I was talking about. And then you get into the song, man. And immediately got Shag starting off. I'm Shaz. I don't know. Maybe you heard of me. The South Australia, the one guy from ICP. No. Well, that's cool. Then you don't know what to expect. Allow me to extend my hand to friendship to shake your fucking neck. And they just they trade off. Everybody's got dope ass bars, man. I don't want to steal everybody's thunder because we all picked it. So somebody else can jump in now. Jamie, bruh. Yeah. I'm a retard. People call me special, though I keep my victims' eyelids in vanilla office envelopes. This shit is hard. Fire <laughs> as fuck, bro. One thing I, I love about this song is the way that they all flow on it is like drunken ninja style, where like drunken yeah. master style, where you're like the, the the way that the words are accentuated and they're saying them, they're they're doing it in in different like voices and, and tones to pet, but it's like follows the mood of the song, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. it just makes you so much into it. Like like when I'm drinking and I'm listening to that song, I start drinking harder, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fuck yeah, I'm a maniac killer, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Even Blaze at the end. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. body bags on the daily nickel walk. Shit hard as fuck, bro. I would just always love Vampiro's intro to that fucking song. He just sounds fuck like yeah. a fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, it called on Forgotten Freshness when Vampiro gets high? I think it's yeah, what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just dope. And then, like, Mike was talking about Blaze comes in and finishes it all fucking dope as shit. Man, I love the voice that Blaze has in this era. Oh, it just stands man. It just stands out over the over the beat so well. It comes out, at last, I come creeping through the darkness. Misses the stalker, take out any target, scoping out my victims. Like, he just 
my favorite era, Blaze, man. That voice Easily. is so, so fucking dope with That's the fucking. Blaze EP slash one less G in the hood era. Yeah. yeah. First time, first time he was like really getting to hear Blaze do his shit because uh, you think whenever most people heard him was dumping when he's, you know, kind of portraying a character. So this is a lot of time Blaze is getting introduced throughout this fucking, and he fucking schooled it, man. So definitely see why all four of us have got Maniac Killer at the full spot. Yep. Move it up to my three spot. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fall apart. I swallow razor blades and spit up blood. Blood out my heart and gave it to my love. I hung myself with an extension cord. And tangled high above the Ouija board. I heard the wind through the trees and it made me scream. I'm wondering if it's real life or just another dream. I need something. When I cough, I cut my hands off in the dark and just sat there and bled. Why the whole world fell apart inside of my head? I need something, someone to help me with my brain because it's falling apart. I fall apart, falling into pieces, and I don't know why. It's all because that we're all afraid to die. And if you think about it, it'll be you from the inside out. So you don't know what to do. What to do? You fall apart. I'm falling to pieces and I 
don't know what to do. You fall apart. in the album and we've already talked about mutant x and we don't die it carries on with the energy and the hypeness from the early part of the album i think that's it's just like a barrage of energy and just like also audio evolution from fucking what most tasteless sounded like like you put on most tasteless especially the og copy and then play fucking freak show the evolution of sound is fucking crazy they just leveled up so much on it it stands out a lot on this song i think i think uh Monoxide probably got my favorite fucking part of it. I'm drinking gas, smoking square after square. I'm looking for this place, but I don't know where. I'm just a soul in the land of the lost. I feel the blood in my lungs when I cough. Monoxide on this shit, like always, man. This is just a classic era for all of them. So fall apart, be at the three for me. It's got that Merlin Manson Nine Inch Nails motherfucking feel to it. I love that song so hard. Yeah. As a Canadian... I didn't know what the fuck a square was for a while. Like, I had to meet an American to figure out what the fuck a square was. I'm like, is he smoking pieces of acid or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, I worked at a bar, and I'd ask people for, I'd, you know, be like, you got a square on you? And they didn't know what I was asking them, even being an American. So it's I don't even know where that shit started. My homie Mooch is who started having me say it. He would always say square, and I started. I'm like, they're clearly round. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered that myself. Maybe because of the pack is square. <laughs> All right. Number three, already mentioned by Luke and Noise. I got bags. That's my shit. That's scratching in the beginning. Fucking amazing. They get up and shut up with all that pride. No, you're not smoking niggas. Get the fuck outside. Fuck outside. That hard as fuck, bro. I've been a weed head since 1998, so yeah, it means a lot to me, bro. That's fucking classic. Luke and Noise broke it down lovely, so I'm just going to end it there. You know, Bags, number three, incredible song. Fucking banging. Yeah, that shit came out like three months after I started smoking weed daily, so I was listening to that motherfucking song all the time. That yeah. and like High Society and Royal Highness by Cottonmouth Kings that was, was the go-to's. You put a song on repeat. Like I don't, I don't, I don't do that often anymore. But back when we only had so, so much music, you just like, okay, it's the weed session. Put that shit on repeat. You know what I mean? Like, yep. <laughs> going yeah, to all the shows too. Driving to the shows back then, bumping that shit. Hell yeah! Blazing while you're bumping and shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Juggle that fucking tear was like. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta miss that. That MySpace era, right, Mike? Yeah, a little, little before that, though. This was like 2001, 2002. Yeah, this is web, t- web TV era. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, uh, my number three uh, was uh, talked about a little bit. Uh, Mutant X. Fucking fire. Uh, like Brendan said, it kicks off the kicks off the whole record. Fucking perfect. Like, I remember when I bought this, and uh, I think it was, like, the next after, it was, like, it would have been the next thing I heard from Twisted, you know what I mean? After fucking Most Tasteless and shit. Yep. And uh, 
Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. Because any any anybody can put out one record and it sounds good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes some consistency, at least more than one. I was like, all right, fuck yeah. Song fucking hits. Uh, you know, the hook is fucking dope. Uh, it's just like one of those fucking kind of like chant fucking hooks. Uh, they both kill their verses. Fucking Madrox with the I'm a warlock, walk on water with wicked spells, banished to purgatory, borderline of heaven and hell. Shit was just fucking dope, so. Yeah, three mutant acts. Yeah, they knew that was the way to introduce that album. That's why they picked to play it at the gathering. They came out and played that shit like just right off the jump to put all the attention on it. They knew they knew they had a banger and they had one for sure. That's one of those songs that sonically, even if you don't know who the fuck it's playing, it drives you to go fucking check it out. Like I found that when I first like discovered Zool too, like uh, when I first seen them live and shit, I was like, you like it just brings you in, you know. Like, like, when when Mutant X hits, it's just like I gotta go check that out one second. You know what I mean? Like 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 I'm Fucking I'm bringing, yeah, hell yeah, uh, agreed. Oh, is it my go now? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, uh, at my number uh, three spot, I got fuck on the first date. Hi. My name's Lisa. I'm what some people call a sex addict. I mean, just because I like to have sex with a lot of boys doesn't make me a freak, okay? I mean, yeah, I like to do a doggy style and suck cock and all that, you know? I mean, I usually just tell them, pull that motherfucker off and let me see it. Get started. Now let me introduce myself as the man. Fucking every bitch in the world that says I can. And I won't even play with the bitches that don't fuck. All I know, you could be a dude with your nuts tucked. And I don't need all the stress and all the games and all the calling me names in front like you say, bitch. You ain't shit but a hoe and a trick. And all your good boy was hopefully fucking and sucking dick. Wanna blame it on my music? Well, that'll never happen. Cause I was fucking hoes like you before the rapping. Don't get me to slapping on that ass and butt cheek. And get my dick to splash and it coming on bed sheets. I'm a lunatic widow. Looking to get laid And these hookers here tonight is looking to get paid Fuck that I won't spend no nickel on no ass I don't even want no stinking bitches thinking about my cash <laughs> Shade your peace. I can check cause your fever's within my arm reach. So stubbornly 
leave a rash on my cock. Yearned up cradle and tubs of icy hot. Hey, bitch, would you finger your box and rub the butt? Oh, but the name Madrox. Half hour killer with an hour worth of dick. So do you want to fuck? Hey, you, hey, bitch. chose all songs that were uh, really influential on me and I'm a giant man whore so that's that's why I chose that one uh I fucking love the intro on that shit I love the beat to it um I don't know I wish Twisted would do a whole porno sounding songs fucking album that that, that, that I wish they would do that shit um or you know what they can even put me on the whole album too if they want yeah, just, just the thing. <laughs> yeah. Hit up Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me up. That's my number three spot. uh, Fuck on the first date. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Fuck on the first date started out as a sample, a backward sample of a guitar. And you just gotta play stuff over the top. Uh, yeah, that's dope how he puts it. It reminds me of uh, classic albums they did with like Nevermind and shit, where they pull all the fucking uh, lyrics off and they're yeah. telling you how the songs put together. That's what that yeah. shit Fritz is doing. Reminds me of that shit. Dope. I'm I'm not liking how like Crispy and Goody did it. It's not representing him as insane as he really fucking is. Like. <laughs> hey, bitch, with the big legs. I'm a young nigga. Crazy fuck on my hips. Classic, right? Tell me you've never fucked that song. Has everybody fucked that song in here? For sure. Nah, man, never did it. That what? What? Nah. Come on, man. <laughs> I had that on last night, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think the intro is like uh, Madrox's classic Jenny voice went on to become like an iconic fucking voice in the yeah. Juggalo scene. That shit's yeah, always made. It makes me crack up every time I hear that voice, regardless. We gotta make sure she bathes well. Lick the butthole. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I licked a girl's butthole for the first time, and it was pretty fucking fresh. Pretty fucking fresh. <laughs> Straight up. Class. I said that to Fritz because I was I was, uh, I was going out uh, with with uh, with the chick, you know, respectful date, um, and uh, and uh, and I was like, "This is your guys' fault." I was like, "Listen to fuck on the first date. You start programming me at a young age, you motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking skits on Twisted's albums, man, they always get me laughing. I did a review of uh, Royal Highness, or, or not Royal Highness, Rolling Stone with uh, Rome Bone for Beneath the Dirt, and we just talked about how those fucking skits, they, they got like five skits on that shit, and it all sucks. But like Twisted, man, they always had those dope-ass skits like Jenny and fucking, even, even when it was just them talking, it ends up being funnier. 
them and ICP were funnier than the Jerky Boys, who are professional comedians on fucking Jekyll Brothers. So they always even have like dope ass skits on their albums. Another thing that makes them stand out. Move it up to the two spot. I already talked about numerous times. We don't die. Most important Twisted song, in my opinion, because that video came out like we talked about. Came out on Born Twisted. You had the Juggalo version, the non-Juggalo version. Everybody bumped shit out of that. It was so such a dope video, like Mike said. Best video they've ever produced, in my opinion, still to this day. Fuck, 20 years later, they ain't topped it. And it had all those fresh jerseys. Like, everybody was rocking jerseys. It's the first time you ever seen those jerseys. Like, Violent J's rocking, like, a Carnival of Carnage uh, football yeah. jersey, which I'd never seen because I didn't have the internet. So, first time I see that shit, you, see, you got Blaze in that with the old school look. The only time yeah. you see classic Blaze, like, preserved like that, that video is just fucking probably the most that's i think that's why it made it the most important twisted song and the biggest song of their fucking career so it's got to be on the list we don't die at the two spot oh uh, yeah number two for me where it's going down which in three six mafia didn't blaze running with a motherfucking hatchet and only the three six could match it so uh tell me where it's at now where it's going down now where it's at Triple six, merciless territory worldwide, riding down your 
bitch ass block, bumping drive by, blowing up your high rise, and leave you trapped in the rubble. Fucking with us is just trouble. Now where it's going down, now where it's at, homeboy. Thugs and killers, axes and drug dealers. Now where it's going down, now where it's at, homeboy. CJ Law and Infamous, Gangsta Boo. Yeah. That shit hard as fuck. Love that shit. Got Blazing ABK in there as well. So fucking good. Gangsta Boo. I pop a Xanax. I love to split bitches with. Shit <laughs> fucking hard, bro. Law Infamous had a fire verse. He caught a body on that shit. Hell yeah. It's, it's like, awesome. it's, it's the classic lineup, too, of 3 yeah. 6. It's fucking. You got just another crazy click on when the smoke clears. And then the same year they dropped this. And it's just, ah. Oh. I was in a 36 and 97. Shout out to my cousin Jason from Chattanooga, Tennessee. You got me. Look like, look like Rick Ross. Just like Rick Ross, bro. I done it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yo, once you put me on a 36, I was die hard. So when I got with the clowns and twisted, I was like, yeah, right. Hell so, yeah, man. Yeah, when, it, when it's going down, it's a fucking classic, bro. Love it. I like it better than uh, another crazy click, even. I can't be mad at that. I love them both, but oh yeah, I love them both. But I, I'm if I can only listen to one the rest of my life, I'm picking this one. Yeah, they all Juicy J kills. It. They all kill. It. They all do. I don't know, man. That 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 fucking stab him with an umbrella and open it because I'm sick, like, sick like, like a disease Ethiopian. Yeah, that's some pretty fucking like. I know he dismisses that line, but that's a pretty sick fucking line. It is. Yeah. <laughs> deep on the lawn with them psychopathic leathers on. Oh, that shit hard. Yeah, we getting drunk at your funeral tree, just like we're criminal. We juggle low individuals. Baggy <laughs> too, and right in Tim Dog's face, I threw the dubs up, getting scrubs up. Oh, that shit hard, bro. I gotta save this energy for that three six show. <laughs> it's definitely catch a case music. Oh, sure. Hear that slow? That's me. They screaming, "Fuck y'all!" Bitches with a chainsaw. I'm seeing a pattern though here with like with the eating ass thing, and now everybody's eating ass nowadays. Like years ago, these motherfuckers influenced people. Trendsetters. I didn't mean to go into a fucking three six diatribe there. My bad. It's all good, man. Two weeks in a row with some uh, three six love on the show. Straight up. Oh yeah. All right, my number two is uh, different. Baby, I was 
from you ignorant counterfeit Normal motherfuckers so proud of the innocence Forever in this bitch walking with the dead With invisible lexes in the middle of her forehead What would you call her? Acting like you don't know in the midst of the twisted Serial killer juggalos We stay different I guess different minds think alike We the children of the night What? You don't wanna fight That's right. Cause if it gets to sway And this will be more than feelings Heard up in here tonight yeah. This is what it's like when you're fucking with us And then you get fucked up And shit is oh so serious Don't even speak on us Now I know that everyone got their own personal reason for hating us But I don't care bitch Shut the fuck up Try strange, deranged, divine, and different Cause of my act The trip out rap And the bug ass contact Not normal Nothing in comparison Stop wanting bitch Use embarrassing oh. Separated from the rest that burst And the blood in my veins is cursed I'm leaving the earth Represented by killers and juggalos And all that dope knows to die Like some dumb hoes yeah. My contagious mind states Friends quicker than the cold in most states And I hope you both hate hey, hey. Can't stop what you can't see I'm slipping in through your back door Tying up your back feet Unexpected and unexplained I'm underground Diamond, Talk the talk, but I'm a walk the walk and leave it on the shore, bitch. I'm not like you, like you. I'm like fucking with you. I come from the dark side. I see the dead come alive. I'm not like you, like you. I'm like fucking with you. I come from the dark side. I see the dead come alive. I'm different like I never existed. Different like the 50 pack fucking bug talker from Twisted. Like I'm segregated, no, hold up, fuck that A better word is play, I hate it Cause it's so for real And if you come for weak shit, the acts are weird I said, you can see it in my soul I'm different cause I'm twisted for life with juggalos We walk through walls, sleep with the bats Been to heaven and hell and still can't relax I'm different At least my mama called me strange Said that I would be dangerous if I was given a brain I'm a serial killer, that's what I amounted to be And there's more than a thin line between you and me I live behind the mirror and I'm every bad dream So believe what you heard and see Cause I'm different I'm not like you I'm like fucking with voodoo I come from the dark side I see the dead come alive I'm not like you I'm like fucking with voodoo I come from the dark side I see the dead come alive Yeah, I fucking love this track. It's like perfect for like the the loners and the outcasts, basically that we all are pretty much. Uh, the hook is really fucking dope. You know, I like fucking with voodoo. Yeah. That shit's fucking dope. And then I my I, I like monoxide. I think monoxide's verse is super fucking dope. I think it like captures the what they were going for with the whole song perfectly. <laughs> you know, treated different by the rest of the world because of my axe, the tripped out raps, and the bugged out. Bad ass contacts, not normal, nothing in comparison. Stop front, bitch. You're embarrassing. embarrassing. Perfect. Yeah. Fucking, I love that whole fucking verse. Uh, yeah, 
different. Like I said, it's it, it's I think it's perfect for like what they were trying to go for with the whole fucking song. So I uh, strange, deranged, divine, different. I uh I didn't I didn't mention them, but Mutant X and Different, uh, although they didn't make my 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 five, uh, they were two songs that I was like I was probably bipolar, whatever the fuck it is when you were hearing voices and all that shit. I was all that shit. And I listened to those two songs and they kind of let me know that I wasn't alone in this world. Like I couldn't even sleep at night and I'd be on the back porch in the summertime, just like jamming those fucking songs over and over again, like trying to drown out voices. Thank God I got like a girlfriend and I started having sex and hormones seemed to like fucking clear out the voices <laughs> in my head. Uh, but, but, uh, but those songs like really like, as a person who felt like a black sheep uh, and finding that shit, it, it was just like a staple to like keep me from keep me going on and shit. And it was music that really helped me like just fucking feel like, okay, you might be different, but you're not alone, you know? So, okay. yeah, that's what Twisted said. This whole album was, it was looking at the world through the eyes of a juggalo and what is to be a juggalo. And that's how I guess that's why it's, we've said how many of these fucking songs have connected to us. That's what Luke was saying on his last song as well. So and that's what they were saying. They were saying this album was viewing the world through the eyes of the juggalos. I know they went on to do Green Book and they said that was like the eyes of Jamie and Paul looking at the world. So this is the one that was made for juggalos as a juggalo. So I'm not surprised that so many of us connect to the shit. Hell yeah. Uh, so I, at the number uh, two spot, also have We Don't Die. We've already said lots about it, so throw it to the crazy old man. We Don't Die didn't start out as ruthless as it ended up. It was... But then you add in some of the jiggy shit. I love Chris vibing out. (laughs) (laughs) That's just dope. Hell yeah. Adding some of the jiggy shit. Dude, it's so fucking unreal. Like, like I've been listening to this shit like, like since like I was like I don't know, ten, eleven years old. And I go in the studio and I make like a song like Dabs and Dad Bods with that too. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, I just make like the craziest shit. I've, I've like broken down before with like I'm like laughing and shit, but I'm also crying at the same time because I'm like I'm like working with like uh, one of my heroes, but also I'm just making some crazy, stupid shit. Like, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this uh, is dope. I, like if you guys ever get it, I'll get some behind the scenes uh, video when I'm working with them. Uh, if anybody ever wants to check out the social medias, you can go see all the craziness. But seeing Fritz in the studio is like really some magic for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Seeing a genius at work, it's always interesting to watch. Yeah, he puts up with my crazy ass too, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up to the one spot, just talked about where it's going down. Motherfucker, old school blades at? Where's old school blades? We need him immediately. Now where is going down? Where is that? Oh boy! Look at us! Access and burn down! Where's going down? Now where is that? Oh boy! Represent until the beat is a god. I'm not a boy. Where's the 
my one spot it's my favorite song on the album as soon as i heard it me and my homie mooch i talked about that got me into 36 back in 97 we drive around in a 76 ltd we didn't have a fucking cd player but we had a boom box so we buy fucking uh put batteries in every day roll around bumping fucking freak show and this would be the one we sing along to the loudest man i've known this shit for fucking like 22 years like the back of my head i recite these lyrics it's just classic fucking twisted classic fucking three six like we already talked about it's my favorite era of three six you got lord infamous gangsta boo in it so had to be on my list had to put it at the one spot uh i think my favorite verse ain't the type to ask questions i'm a type of motherfucker ready to trip on anyone for anything or for the fuck of it I think that's probably my favorite line of it, but everybody goes hard like we've already talked about. Gangsta Boo fucking kills it. Uh, the first time I ever heard ABK was this. I don't know if I just had missed other shit he was on, but the first time I ever heard ABK like on a record yeah. was this one. So, so that's another thing that makes the song pretty big as well in the Juggalo world. So where it's going down at the one spot for me. One for me, you and X. Change your mutated to a freak show, twisted serial killer. I wanna hear you 
Voice too, he's talking about with yeah. Blaze on the other track, man. That's the classic Madras voice right there, man. Bitch, you don't understand the dark carnival, the misunderstood realm for all juggalos. Mono, man, what do you say? Midnight Marauders, what do you say? That shit, oh, yeah, flames. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Yo. and next number one for me, bro. Shit's fucking crazy good. Hell yeah, oh man, oh, yeah. Yeah, my number one. I mean, you know, it's got to be We Don't Die, man. Are you ready? Monoxide shit is about to go to fuck down. What I need everyone to do for me. All the real juggalos say we don't die. All the real juggalos say All the family. And the full cost. Yeah, I'm a robot, 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 I'm a
probably be We Don't Die. I mean, probably like the fucking biggest single off the fucking record. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Uh, I think Jamie's like last verse is my opinion. That freak shit ain't about being rich. It's about juggalos. Running with lunatics. As long as you'll rock this, we won't quit. We do it all for y'all. I mean that shit. shit. So dope. So, yeah. Every one of y'all mean everything to me. We bleed for y'all. That's why we call it family. Yeah. Hell yeah. That shit oh, yeah. hit. That shit yeah. hit in 2000, man. Yeah. Still hits, man. Still hits. Uh, I mean, it, in 2000, man, it hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. They were, you know, that was the whole movement. Everybody was gathered. You know, the whole family was coming together, man. And yeah. that song just, just helped out with it. Yeah, yeah that line, line's still, like, fucking pointing in my head, man. We're still trying to build that fucking shit in the fucking underground right now, man. This yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so at my number one spot, I got I'm Alright. If you read this, then I finally did it. I'm sorry I didn't say goodbye, there was no time. Understand I was stressed, living day to day was hard, and I gave it my best, but there was nothing left for me in this world to convince me to stay. Now I'm long gone away. Don't you do that, don't you start the tears. Just remember all the time we spent over the years. Never cry, never think bad of me. What's done is done, and that's the way it had to be. I need you to be strong for me. Say a prayer every day in my memory. I'm sure it's helping me to earn my feathers, to get some wings, and a halo, and a harp, and angelic things. And even though I'm gone and out of sight, never worry about me. I'm alright. one because it honestly saved me like more times than not um I'm, i've been passively suicidal uh most of my life i don't know what the fuck it is it's just when there's no 
when there's no fucking noise going on, there's nothing. There's just a voice in my head that's telling me that I should fucking off myself. Unfortunately, uh, it sucks. But but this song was the first time I heard somebody in a tracks like talking about like like these fucking feelings and shit like this. You know what I mean? And just to know that I wasn't alone. And uh, and that there's other people who are thinking of this. I'd play that shit over and over again when I was down and out. You know what I mean? Like like when I was being like straight crazy and like hearing fucking voices and like I just fucking put on those headphones and I jam that shit over and over again. And uh, and I, I don't think it just saved me. I think it saved a lot of people out there. And uh, to the point where that influenced my music. Where like if you go check out uh, my music, there's a lot of fucking shit telling people that if like a shithead like me can like be doing what I'm doing, then you can make it too. And that's what they did for me back in the day. You know what I mean? A big part of this music wasn't just, uh, wasn't just entertainment, but it was just like, like these guys gave me fucking morals and shit. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and the song just, I don't know, it saved me and I'm sure it saved a lot of people. So yeah, my number one spot, uh, I'm all right. Oh yeah. Let's let's, uh, hear uh, what the old man's got to say. I'm All Right started out as Jamie had this old 60s, 70s record of, uh, of course, Batman shit. So it was a song, I'm the Penguin. So we sampled that and then rebuilt all the music from that because we couldn't really rip off Batman because... So we we built basically rebuilt that song. I'm alright. So that's where that one came from. Even Psychopathy knew not to fuck with the comic companies. They will fuck you up like no other. (laughs) Psychopathy will put out a whole album for other people's beats. They know not to fuck with the fuck comics. (laughs) Well, I I don't know how many people know this, but I think I can talk about it. But a lot of a lot of the samples that you'll hear on Fritz's shit is he's made his own samples essentially like he'll he'll take uh music that he's recorded like his old band or or what or him playing whatever instrument and he'll fucking turn it actually into a sample so a lot of the shit you hear in the green book that sounds like it was a sample of another thing is just something that he's created to sound like a sample if that makes any sense whatsoever yeah, I've heard of people like re-recording sounds so they it would be their own own thing so they wouldn't have to pay for it but he's not even doing that. Like a lot of the scratches and shit like that on, on Green Book, it's like it's something that he made and then put the, the fucking scratches on it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like he he makes his own samples. He doesn't even remake it from something else. You know what I mean? So that's kind of funky what he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like musical genius type shit. Whenever he was talking about uh, listening to it on your headphones, baby, remember I was working at fucking uh, Kmart. And whenever this album came out and then Bizarre Bizarre came out and nobody wanted to fucking do the cart collection because it was cold outside. It was, you know, October, November, December. And nobody wanted to do the cart collection. I volunteered every night so I could go up there and listen to fucking, I had three fucking new albums to listen to. So I was literally getting paid to listen to this album back in 2000. Dope getting a look at free shots. Super fresh fucking Fritz to drop in, drop all that knowledge, man. That was fucking dope being a music fan, just hearing how that shit was put together. was fucking amazing. So shout out to him for doing that, for Noise, for hooking that up. Uh, before we get out of here, we always talk about five questions pertaining to the subject matter we're talking about. So go ahead and get into the five questions right now. Question number one, song from Freak Show. They should have got a video. I know they did the uh, the thing where they played like the like a stream where 
every song got a video, but I'm talking about a professional video where it takes a week to film the one video, big budget. What do you got? I got different because that got single written all over it. I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. the thing should have been a yeah. second single after we don't die. It just fits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's got that single sound to it for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah, it does. Yeah. Good call. Man, I'd get Maniac Killer, bro. Hell get, yeah. Get Vampiro yeah. in the beginning, like fucking talking all the shit. It'd be so dope. <laughs> just, it just takes like forever to shoot the video with Vamp. Though. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, man. I, I, I'd say Maniac Killer too. That, that would have been a sick one to have off the bat for sure. That's what I had as well, Maniac Killer. Plus, you get everybody in the video. It's always dope to have the whole fucking crew in the video. Question number two, favorite Freak Show merch? That orange Freak Show jersey. Yeah. That's, I yeah. rocking that shit at the show in like Springfield, Mass, I think it was. Those jerseys look fresh in any color. They're like a fucking forever face. You can put that fucking Freak Show design on any jersey color. It looks fresh. The red they were rocking at the gathering, the black they were rocking on stage, they're all fresh. Yeah, they had the red at the gathering with the white font. Yeah, Yeah, they were walking around with it. I like that. Those baseball jerseys. Yeah, I was going to say, Freak Show baseball jerseys were pretty fire. Yeah. I ordered one of them bitches, and it took forever to get to me in Canada. Like, it was like a year and a half later, I think, I got that shit. (laughs) (laughs) They're already already off psychopathic by the time you got it. Well, that that was back then, like, Canadians had to order, like, Fago off of fucking eBay, and there's definitely some Americans making bank because that shit wasn't cheap either. Like, they're upselling that shit for, like, $5 or some shit, buying it for, like, a dollar. I don't just like you know have to do and, what you have to do and back in the day like it would take fucking eight to 12 weeks to get shit in america so i wouldn't be surprised if it takes a year to get shit to canada for psychopathic sending that shit <laughs> right no it was it was a long time you're like it was like maybe show up for christmas and you'd be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> straight up free christmas present Pray that the like CD store in town would like get like maybe one or two of the fucking releases. You're just like, come on, please. Like, nope. like, like gotta go like sweet talk the fucking person that's like working there and shit. Be like, you gotta just order in like five of them bitches, okay? You know. <laughs> that's how it got in like 2012. Once we only had like uh, Best Buy here locally, it was selling CDs. We didn't have an FYE or anything anymore, so they get like two copies of Abominations, two copies of. Mighty Def Pop, and you just gotta hope that you show up whenever they put it out, and they never put it out at the same time, <laughs> so you're always getting fucked on on it. So you end up having to order it and wait fucking eight weeks for the fucking thing. For me, it's a uh, the Freak Show album cover shirt, and it's I had it back in the day, and it's just because it was so obnoxious, man. It started up here and ended at the bottom. And it was just the cover of the Freak Show, so like they're split faces the entire shirt. People would just like see it and just stare at you, like what the fuck is this dude wearing? So I'll go with that one for my favorite merch. Question number three, Born Twisted, the documentary was released at the time. Did you like it? At the time, yeah. I didn't like it a lot. Like Not like Shockumentary, like Stranger yeah. or Hustlers or something, but I thought it was funny. Not like gut-busting funny, but now I, I don't really like it that much. You know? I have the motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I, got, yeah. I, got, I got bullet points. Madrox with the violin. <laughs> Fuck that I, shit. ICP with the twisted paint and then just like Mikey Clark with that wig or whatever the fuck it was on his head. I don't know if that was his real hair, but it was wild. I don't I don't think it was. <laughs> and then I just got Alex Abyss written here. I was I was I, I'm, I was preoccupied with a woman last night, so I was just doing bullet points. 
but, but I just like I enjoy Alex Abyss and all his glory back then. Like whenever he comes on screen, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Double A in his fucking glory is like something of like golden fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's, always, like, that's like old school Juggalo shit right there. Alex Abyssal. That probably a lot of new Juggalos don't even know who Triple A is, man. Double A, y'all. That's a crime. That's a fucking crime. If you y'all don't know, go get educated on that shit. Like, yeah. Honestly. Shit wouldn't exist without him. He was yeah. the money man to start it out. Yeah. For 19 payments of nine ninety nine, dollars 99 He was a snake, but he was our snake. Right. <laughs> No, I, I hated it because, like, I was expecting, like, an actual, like, shockumentary, documentary type oh, thing. That would have been amazing. If they did with that. maybe a little bit of parody through it, like, shockumentary had. Shockumentary had a little bit of, like, goofball stuff in it, which would have been fine. But it, this was, like, totally off the wall, like, bonkers. Like, and I was just, like, I did not connect with it at all. And I was, like, so hyped for it. And then when I saw it, I was, like, like so fucking disappointed. I haven't watched it in fucking years. So I should probably rewatch it. Maybe like we're gonna do a watch. It. We're gonna do a watch along with Luke. Something because like I hate at it. least do my bullet right. points. Go to the violin part. Do you gotta yeah. just go to that part? <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really care for the documentary part either. The uh, funny enough, the two things that Noise mentioned, I put in the early clip. The clip that uh, intros the show I always put like a little clip package together, and the two things I used from Born Twisted was the violin part. And Violent J talking with the like looking like a fat raccoon. <laughs> those are the two. Those are the two clips I use, and that's pretty much the only standout from the documentary. But the thing that makes it worth the purchase, the bonus pieces, the bonus, the the two versions of uh, We Don't Die, and then you got the live performance from the gathering, and then two fucking performances from concerts that was like super clean footage compared to what we were getting on those old like uh, Angel Fire bootleg VHSs like we showed off before. So to get that was worth the 20 bucks to me. The documentary, like I said, there's two parts that stood out to me that's funny and I put them on the intro. Other than that, man, it's kind of a miss for me. And whoever ripped that shit onto LimeWire and let us Canadians get it, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. Did you get to see Twisted live in this era? Oh, yeah. 2001. Freak Show Tour, Blaze, Twisted. Amazing. So when they had the angel on stage? He had an angel demon. That like statue? Fucking, oh, my God. <laughs> that shit insane. costs 40 Gs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit was dope, man. They still have that thing. They still bring it around the Astronomicon and shit. Americans are spoiled, man. I had to fucking turn 18 and go to a gathering to see them for the first time, man. Like, fucking... So everybody keeps catching cases back then in those days. Like Shaggy can't cross the border. And monoxide. Fucking, monoxide can't cross the border. And every year they're like, psychopathics coming to Canada. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> That's why Canadians are so hardened to disappointments. Because like every year they're <laughs> used to it. Coming. Yeah, just like, no, no, they're not. And then they started coming around, and I'm like, and it's the all the new generation fucking uh, lows that are getting to see them. And I'm like, you have no <laughs> idea how hard it was. We had to walk <laughs> through minus forty to the American border and fucking go to the Eight gathering snow. Lows, take multiple <laughs> drugs, and then we got to see them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I miss Twisted as an American in St. Louis because Monoxide couldn't get into the fucking. 
state because he was had fucking arrest warrants out and shit. So it was happening to Americans where we weren't even able to see Twisted. It was the uh, Amazing Jekyll Brothers tour. They replaced mm-hmm. him with fucking mindless self indulgence, which they wasn't suck. great. <laughs> Did you guys get peed on? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that dude got arrested. The, I think he tried. He got naked and tried to piss on people and got arrested. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Aaron. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't get to see them until. I think the first time I ever saw Twisted was when I saw them in Lotus, uh, 2004. Other than the Asylum In Store tour, I saw them there, but they obviously weren't performing. So I got to see them, like I said, at the gathering. Whenever they broke out the air, kind of. Other than that, I didn't because uh, the Bizarre Bizarre tour had a riot and got shut down in Louisville, and they stopped. And Psychopathic stopped coming to Louisville, so it went from being a 90-minute drive to a five-hour drive to be able to see them. So I wasn't able to see them as far as being on, like, the freak show tour. But like I said, I got to see them at the gathering whenever they broke out kind of the uh, first play of Mutant X and the look and shit. So I'll take that one. Question number five. Did you get all three albums on the day it was released? Because, of course, uh, Bizarre, Bizarre, and Freak Show all came out on the same day, Halloween 2000. Absolutely. That was a lot of money for a young motherfucker back in the day, man. Like, that's like sixty dollars. That's why, whenever fucking I caught weed off my boy, I saved it and I sold the shit. (laughs) I wanted those CDs, bro. You know what I mean? I was fifteen. Yeah, man. I, I, we definitely didn't get them all when they came out because, like, fucking nothing just like comes out back then. It's like it shows up when it shows up in Canada. But I didn't even, I didn't even get them. Back in them days, my brother got all them shits, and I would have to like go into the like his room in the basement and listen with the fucking headphones on. And then when he got home, I'd have to run the fuck out of his room, otherwise I'd catch an ass beating, you know. So like that that was my first experience with them until I finally think I just like stole them from him or whatever I did. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would have gotten yeah. I got them all three at the Best Buy near me. I remember it was like a search. Because they hadn't even put the records out yet when I went there to go buy them. I had to go ask them. Like, he got them, and they had them, like, in those long boxes they always get them in. I'm like, bow, yeah. bow. That was Juggalo so, Christmas that day. Yeah, oh, straight up. Christmas, yeah. Christmas in fucking October, for sure. I got, I bought Free Show. My girl at the time bought Bizarre Bizarre. And then I had, I was, like, saving the money to buy Born Twisted because it came out shortly after that. So I covered the Twisted side, and she got ICP. So technically, I got, I had them all on the same fucking day. But that's a lot of fucking money by the day. Like I said, I just started working at Kmart. So I didn't even have my first paycheck yet. So I was waiting on it. And I was, if I had my first paycheck, I'd have probably bought them all myself. But me and my girl split it up. And we ended up having them all. So that was super dope. Like I said, ended up listening to those motherfuckers fucking heavy whenever I was doing the cart detail at Kmart so they paid off super dope getting a look at fucking Freak Show man one of my favorite albums of all time we talked about Bizarre coming out the same day so next week we'll be talking about Bizarre Bizarre keeping the fucking October flow going and after that we got ICP's most wicked songs of all time get you ready for that fucking bloody Sunday show Till then, I remind you, till next time, every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Fago Lovers Network. You can check out a brand new edition of Five Piece. Until then, I'm the Joker's Gallery. This is Five Piece. We out. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Every day I die. Back to the start, another try. I got the time, so why shouldn't I? Every day I die. So why shouldn't I? I've got too much time on my hands Got too much time on my hands